Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I am Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III. I want to thank you so much for being connected today. Listen, make no mistake about it. We are so incredibly thankful to have you a part of this podcast. You know, it has been amazing how we have been able to really, really see Next Level Leader Podcast do some amazing things. So many of you have been so kind and supporting this, and I just truly appreciate your support. I appreciate your help. It means everything. And hope you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram and uh, really do that. It means a lot. And you should have our new book by now. If you don't, what's up? You should have Leadership and Loneliness. Of course, I'll be talking a little about that book today in this topic because it is one of those topics that I believe will really help all of us get to the next level. Now, share this. Share, 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 share. We're reaching hundreds of thousands of folks, and we're trying to reach millions, and we hope that you'll help us in this regard for Next Level Leaders. So I appreciate you in advance, and I want to get right into this today. We're dealing with exhaustion. You ever had that moment when you couldn't get out of bed, had that moment when everything inside of you knew you had much to do, but you couldn't find the willpower to keep pushing forward? I know what that feels like. It's tough. And that really is when you know you're in a place of exhaustion. Exhaustion hits us for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it can be the disorder and dysfunction that we experience in our lives. Sometimes it can be the fact that we've taken on too much, taking on too many different tasks, thinking that we can, you know, boil the ocean. And we don't realize you have to eat an apple one bite at a time. Today I want to help you because I realize that exhaustion is very real. And I want to help you understand the place from which it comes. I want to help you understand how to get yourself out of it and not allow yourself to fall back into that place because that can hinder your productivity. As a leader, it is important, first of all, that you have a recognition of exhaustion to know it. When you know something's off, the indicator in your car tells you something's going wrong. That yellow light comes on. You could ignore that and until that becomes a red light and you're on the side of the road. The yellow lights of our lives are, are those indicators. And we feel when we're doing something and we find ourselves a little edgy, we find ourselves not eating regularly or properly. We find ourselves, you know, in a place where we're losing focus. It's probably due to the fact we're exhausted. Things that gave us great joy at one time now become laborious tasks. The situation hasn't changed. You've changed. Your approach to life has allowed things to be in such disarray that things that God intended to be incredible blessings now have become major burdens. Why? Because there's disorder in you. As a leader, that's why it's important to live your life in proper alignment and to make certain that you look at every single day and assess your life, do an audit and say, what in my life needs to get back in order so that I can be effective and not allow exhaustion to come upon me? You know, I tell people all the time, and I wrote about this in one of my books called Leader Shifts, How Burnout Occurs. And I dealt with it also and no opportunity wasted because if you think about it, when God calls Moses, he calls him in a bush 
that was on fire, but the fire did not consume it. Remember that? It was an interesting thing, God calls Moses. And what makes that interesting is that God didn't need all the bells and whistles. He could have just told Moses the assignment. Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. You're going to be a leader. Here's the assignment. Why was the bush on fire and the fire not consuming it essential to the assignment? That was a revelation. The revelation is, whatever I assign you to do, have a burning for it, but never allow it to burn you out. If you deviate from the original assignment, that's where disorder occurs, and that's where exhaustion begins to creep in. You have to ask yourself today, have I deviated from the original assignment that God placed on my life? Am I doing all these different things that I know I shouldn't be doing? Because when you find yourself at the core, the very center of the thing that God told you to do, it is an amazing place. You're energized by it, strengthened by it. You find joy in it. But all these other things you're taking on are pulling you and sapping your strength, which means you have to get to the root of the issue. Once I recognize that I'm exhausted, I'm honest about it, I realize that, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with these folks around me. They're the same people. I'm the one that's being short. I'm the one that's sitting around treating them differently. I'm the one. Nothing wrong with the job. Job hasn't changed. I've changed. So now I'm lamenting. Oh, I hate going there. I hate doing this. It's so rough. It's because you're out of order. Get to the root. And the root cause of it is that I have allowed myself to deviate from the original assignment. I need to get back on track so that I can understand how important it is to make certain that I'm in continuous alignment. Now watch this. Please hear me here. You have got to get to a place where you refuel. Ladies and gentlemen, unapologetically understand the power of refueling. When you find yourself exhausted, ask yourself who or what is pouring back into you. We give so much. I know that feeling, particularly as a leader, if I can be very transparent, leading a congregation through a pandemic has been nothing short of exhausting. Leading a reformation through a pandemic has been nothing short of exhausting. And I've had to often take very strategic moments and ask myself, what's refueling me? People are pulling and pulling and pulling, and every time the phone rings, somebody needs something, wants something, people look into you and you're pouring out. Even as many of you are listening right now, you realize that your life is like a cup that's constantly pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And you can't keep pouring out at that pace and have nothing pouring back into you. It is going to be critical. It is essential that you allow things to pour back into you. Ask yourself, what are you reading? Who's mentoring you? Who's spiritually pouring into you? Take those moments and pull aside in 15 minutes and listen to a devotional. Listen to services. I invite you to download the Mount Zion app. Listen to some of the Bible studies that I've preached, some of the Sunday services. Take a moment and just have a cessation of work and activity and just say, I need to be poured in too. You know, shut the door, turn the phone off and say, you know what? I just need this 30 minutes of word. I need this worship. I need this moment where I can just be still and refuel. Because see, the next principle is critical, but it can only happen after the order I've given you. Think about it. The next principle is called rest. But watch this. Let's back into this. 
You will never rest if you are not refueled. You'll never refuel if you don't get to the root. And you'll never get to the root if you don't recognize that you need to. Herein is the issue. Rest. You know, the psalmist says, David says, the Lord makes us lie down in green pastures, restores our soul. It is so important to understand rest and how essential rest is for leaders. The lack of rest can shorten your lifespan. A lack of rest can cause health crises in your life. A lack of rest can, can literally stifle your creativity, your productivity. And, you know, it is said that a lot of high-functioning leaders average between four to six hours of rest. And I'm guilty of that. But it's unhealthy. You have to decide, put in your life a plan, a regimen to say rest is necessary in order for me to move beyond this place of exhaustion. And in doing that, I have got to make certain that every single day I take time out to get rest. I take time out. And rest is not always sleep. Rest can oftentimes mean reflection. It can mean that period where I'm just being still, going out by the pool or taking myself to the park and sitting and just resting and just that is so important. That's where reflection takes place. That's where I'm able to really get to a place in my life where I hear and get my instructions from God, where I pray. A lot of us are going into bed, but we're not resting. The reason I know that is because you think about this. You get into bed, you say, I'm going to sleep. It's just you. And you wake up in the morning and the sheets are on the floor. <laughs> Because you've been tossing and turning all night long. You're wondering, how did this happen? It happened because you did not understand what rest felt like. You see, the next principle here I think is critical because it deals with this idea of restoration. You see, when we rest, this is what allows us to be restored. He restores my soul. He pours back into me. This is beyond what a mentor can do. It's beyond you know, what a book can do. This is about a spiritual space where I'm allowing myself to be replenished, to be restored. That bruises you take as a leader, you need to heal from. So many of us, you know, we, we don't realize how we were hemorrhaging. One of the blessings in the pandemic is that it allowed us to be still long enough to stop the hemorrhaging, to really take note of our lives and the rat race and begin to think, how do we reset ourselves and how do we begin to look at our lives going forward? Many of you now, you've been restored in areas you never would have imagined because you've had an opportunity to slow down and pay attention to things that you otherwise would not have. As an effective leader, it is important that you understand what it means to be restored, restored. If I'm empty, if I'm depleted, I have to be replenished. You know, it's like going to the grocery store. And you get so upset if they're out of eggs or you get so upset if they're like, don't have your milk. You know what that means? That means that there's nothing in stock. What you need is not in stock. As a leader, people come to you with an expectation that you're able to lead. And you have to ask yourself, what in your life is no longer in stock because you are depleted in that area? Is your prayer life out of stock? Mm. Think about that. You see, that's why I want to really impress upon you the importance of what it means to be restored because it impacts every area of your life, every single area of your life. 
It's impacted by how you are restored. Let's review before I go to these last two principles because I want to take a deep dive on them. When you think about exhaustion, and exhaustion is very real, you think about how you handle this idea of recognizing that there is a problem. I acknowledge it, I receive it, I walk in it, and then I realize that there's a root issue. I get to the bottom of that. I refuel, I rest. I really take time out to rest, to really lay down, to really have a cessation of work. I really pause here and I really come to a place of of restoration. Then watch this. I can now reimagine what leadership looks like. See, reimagining what leadership looks like allows me to reset expectations now. One of the things I have to be honest about is for years I've been going, I was traveling three and four times a week sometimes, going between city, getting on planes at five in the morning just to get to a place by noon, connecting through Atlanta or connecting through Charlotte or connecting through Dallas and getting on planes at five o'clock in the morning to get back to Nashville to do a 12 o'clock Bible study and moving around and I'm doing this work and I'm preaching and I'm, I'm exhausted, but I'm just, you know, high level functioning and I'm just kind of knowing I'm exhausted, but just feeling like, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And then COVID hits and it shuts all that down. And I begin to realize now how much time I've been wasting in airports and how much it had affected me, affected my inability to be a parent, be a better husband. So now I'm able to drive my daughter to school, able to pick my son up from school, able to spend more time with my wife. And I realized that now as I reimagine my life when the world opens back up, I'm not going to go like that anymore. It's going to take a whole lot to get Bishop Joseph Warren Walker III in an engagement. Like people invite me all the time and I'm so grateful, but I'm going to be more selective because one of the things I realized, and I've shared it before on a previous podcast, but I'll share it here again, is that when you say yes to one thing, you're simultaneously saying no to something else. I mean, really, man, is it is it worth it? I don't want to be that guy that, you know, I miss significant moments in my daughter's life. I miss significant moments in my son's life. I look up one day and I'm thinking I could have went to one less conference or wrote one less book and been present. So you have to reimagine your leadership now. You reset that, you reset expectations, and you realize now, particularly in the virtual space, there's efficacy now in the virtual space, in the physical space. I mean, do you really have to go around the world for all these meetings? You know, I remember Oprah telling me something. I never will forget it. And she's, I mentors me, and I'm honored. I just, every conversation we have, it's like, you know, <laughs> she says, you know, I don't think I'll ever get on a plane and go to a meeting again. Why would I do that? I just get on Zoom. I'm like, yeah, I get on WebEx. Why would we do that? Why do we, why do I need to go to a meeting for an hour in California when I can get on a virtual space and be at home already? It's the same thing. I think we have to begin to reimagine a post-pandemic world. And we have to not just plug and play back into the old systems that we've had. I reimagine how I handle my staff and my team, you know, and how I don't want them to be exhausted by the pace of ministry that we had prior to COVID, but making certain that we are still effective, but making certain that we manage our caseload much better. It takes courage to do that. 
to reimagine. And that's why you're a leader. To reimagine leadership, that's why you are a next level leader. You hear me? That's who you are. That's why you do what you do. And it takes courage to reimagine that. And when you do that, man, that's when you regenerate. That's when you start again. You know, the word regeneration comes from regenesis, to rebegin. And it's time to rebegin now. It's time for us to think about how do I rebegin? How do I start over? How do I now with a clean slate? How do I say, okay, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this this way. Everything's going to change. That's who Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III is. I'm looking at ways in which I can do things completely differently, but yet be extremely effective and have more of my life back so that I'm not walking, doing things exhausted. I'm not walking them like a zombie because I've been at conferences for five nights straight coming home and I'm sitting at the table with my family and I'm physically present, but I'm mentally gone. No, that's just not effective. That's not what I need to do. So I want to make sure that in all that I'm doing, that I defeat this spirit of exhaustion. And I want you to understand something. You're not exhausted because of the things that God has given you to do. No, you're exhausted because of the things that you've added to what God told you to do. The blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and adds no sorrow, which means God will never give you something that's going to rip your family apart. It's going to give you coronary issues, going to run your blood pressure up. That's not God. That's us. No matter how much theological language you wrap around it and no matter how passionate you are about saving the whole world, you're one human being. You're one person. You're a finite. Accept that. No matter how extraordinary of a leader you are, you are finite. And you don't want to add years onto your life you should. You're aging too soon because you're doing too much. Enjoy life. Rest. Reflect. Reset all this stuff and decide. I am taking authority over exhaustion as a leader. You and somebody you know needed to hear this. And I want you to share it with them. I want you to get this message out because there's so many of us who are just tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you don't want to make people pay the price for stuff you could prevent. Hey, man, let's do this. Oh, thank you. I hope this has blessed you. I really hope it's blessed you. Let me know. Uh, reach out to me at josephwalker3 on Instagram. Let me know it's blessed you. And share this with as many people as you can. Share with your bosses. Share with your employees. Share with your friends. And get back to me and let me know. Tell them to subscribe to Next Level Leader Podcast. And I really would appreciate it. Thank you so much for being a part today. It means everything to have you connected. I want to appreciate all of you. And until next time, you be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.